You are listening to The Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis, the one and only podcast that discusses modern plastic surgery and leaves you looking great and feeling better. Welcome, everyone, to the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, board-certified plastic surgeon. I love seeing all of you in the office or virtually to discuss what we could do together to make you feel good and look great and all those things. And one of the really exciting things that I truly enjoy is trying to utilize all the different plastic surgery tools and techniques and ideas that we really have cultivated over all these years in doing plastic surgery. And that's one of the exciting parts of this profession is that there really are so many different ways to achieve a final result for you. And that's why making plastic surgery work for you is actually so important. I want to give you a few examples of things that I recently um, consulted with you guys with in the office and that we actually ended up doing as procedures. And I just wanted to give you a flavor of how we can mix and match concepts that we're borrowing from other procedures to kind of put together a program or an actual surgery or in this uh, some of these cases just a you know a non-invasive procedure that'll get you the result that you're looking for. So let's go with the first one. The first one I wanted to talk about was breast implants and what you are actually looking for when it comes to making your breasts look perky and youthful and restored again. Many of you have chosen to take the breast implants out because you may have had them for 20 years or more. You may have heard a lot of things in the media and in the news about different kinds of breast implants. And without really knowing um, what you want to do, some of you have elected to take the breast implants out. And then you're left with deciding after that, what should we do with the breasts to make them still look perky and youthful and just restore some life to some of them. And just the other day, this is exactly what ended up happening, where I actually put breast implants in this woman about 23 years ago. We took the breast implants out And now it's been approximately nine months to a year, I believe, since they've been out. And now the game plan is what do we do with the breast? Everything looks okay, but they're just not to the same degree that they were really excited about when they used to have the breast implants in. So here were the two options that I gave her, and I think this is very useful in understanding nowadays things that we can do to actually give you the look that you're going for. In her particular case, she really didn't want to use any more breast implants, but she does have a little bit of fat around her love handle and around her lower abdomen. So we're going to do in about two weeks, a breast lift 
where we're cutting away all the loose extra skin. We're doing this, and at the same time, this is going to incorporate raising the nipple and areola to a higher location on the chest wall, so it's going to look perky. And then we're going to utilize some of her own body fat by doing some liposuctioning and then grafting it to the superior aspect of her breast. So in other words, when she looks down from above, she's going to have more cleavage, more superior pole fullness of her breast, and all the loose extra skin is going to be gone. And I think this is a perfect way of utilizing that fat that she really doesn't want to have on her abdomen or love handles and using it and almost repurposing it in a way to make this whole thing look perky, youthful, and tight. So it's a concept that we're using more and more now. Uh, Similar to this is someone that does want to have a breast implant, but really wants to go with a small implant just to give a little bit more perkiness and like youthful quality to the breast. But we could do the same concept where we put that in and at the same time, graft a little bit of fat from somewhere on your body to give a little bit more volume without having to go with a larger breast implant. It's becoming more and more popular in plastic surgery around the United States and around the world to actually do something like this, where we're actually not putting in gigantic implants really anymore, but we're utilizing the implants width and projection to give some stability to everything, but then using your own body fat to kind of fluff things up without having to put in too much volume from just the implant alone. Okay, number two. Let's say you're really not ready for a facelift. And that could be a lot of you where, you know, maybe years ago, that would have been the only option in order to get a more, you know, youthful appearance to your face. But what if we do what we did with another young lady who really wasn't ready for a facelift? So what we did was we combined some tools and techniques that we've been using in other people. We did a three, I called it a 3D kind of a facelift, where what we really intended was to borrow tools that do certain things to the face, and by using them all together, you could get this beautiful lifted result. And what we did was we combined some threads, some fillers, and then some heated energy to the skin itself to basically cause that whole area to kind of saran wrap over top of this new base that we lifted and made fuller. And honestly, it really does look like she had a facelift. And we've done this now on many patients, maybe not using all three together, but understanding how you can use some threads to lift tissues into a position where you'd like them, using some filler to kind of fill some voids or some hollows, and then sealing everything by getting the skin to be made tighter. Sounds really interesting, right? Okay. How about another one? Number three. Let's say you have a C-section scar. In that area, you've developed some fatty tissue 
And from the belly button down, there's just some extra fat and possibly a little bit of skin all surrounding where that C-section emanated from. Well, we can do something that doesn't require a full tummy tuck. What we can do is really basically a really amazing liposuctioning job to the abdomen itself and love handles, but at the very end of the procedure, use that C-section scar as our small opening to get extra skin to be pulled away and if necessary, even to be allowed to sew on some of the muscles in that lower region of the abdomen. It's a great way to get rid of potentially a C-section scar that never really healed that well, to get rid of some of the stretch marked skin that may be in that area, and all doing this from a fresh new incision that's actually below where the C-section scar was. So it's another great combination effect where we're using liposuctioning and also excising some old scar and some stretched mark skin to just give that whole area a tightened look. How about another idea? Let's say you're really not ready for an eyelid lift. There really isn't that much extra skin, but you're really bothered by some puffiness and some crepiness that the skin is showing over these years. Why not use a laser to resurface or get the crepiness of the skin to be smoother, also incorporating some of this heat will actually shrink some of the fatty tissue and some of that baggy look to your eyes. But then using some filler in strategically placed areas to get the brows to look like they've been lifted and your eyelids to look like they're more open. And we can do that by putting some filler where some of those temporal hollows reside. If you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you see that right in the lateral aspect of where your eyebrow is, as you start looking towards your hairline, if you see that there's a little bit of a gully or a scaphoid appearance to that area, there may be some sunken area there from just loss of volume, just an aging type of thing. And some of you that are really phenomenal um, runners and um you know, workout people, you may start losing some body fat. And one of the first places that we see that in the face is right in those temporal hollows. So in that area, if we put some filler there, magically, that actually starts to make that eyebrow area fill out a little more. And it looks like your brows have been lifted. If we combine that with some Botox so that the crow's feet and that whole area is smoothed out, in addition to some of these lasers, you just have this incredible periocular or around the eye improvement without really ever doing any surgery. So I just wanted to give you some ideas to get your brain thinking about some of these things that in essence, we're trying to use plastic surgery to work for you. 
however you see yourself, however you'd want to do any little improvements or big improvements or whatever, understand that when you have your consultation with your plastic surgeon, really think about discussing all the different options that may need to be mixed and matched, but maybe a clever way of getting the result you want by doing things that may be, you know, reaching out into other aspects of plastic surgery. You've been listening to the Plastic Surgery Revolution. I'm your host, Dr. Stephen Davis, and I'll be speaking with you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Plastic Surgery Revolution with Dr. Stephen Davis. Please subscribe to our show in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Keep listening, looking great, and feeling better.